Let's get back to more of this rich dialogue with Tavis Smiley. I am glad to have uh, Jelani Natty uh, in studio with us right now, uh, fueled by personal peace found in Nature's Embrace. We just talked to Christian Cooper yesterday, the bird watcher, about what it means to be in nature. He has a, a new book out about uh, a black man's perspective uh, on, on being out in nature. Uh, but fueled by personal peace found in Nature's Embrace, Jelani Natty set a new course in 2019, Black Men Hike. Black Men Hike uh, challenges stereotypes and builds a supportive haven for black men to heal, bond, and conquer anxieties one step at a time. Um, he's an L.A. transplant by way of Northwest, uh, Northwest, Northeast. North, uh, Northeast, Northeast Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to have you in the studio. How are you today, sir? Excellent, excellent. Uh, I, I appreciate you having me. No, today. good to have you on. I just had a professor on earlier today's program from Miami of Ohio University. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, it's good to have another uh, another Buckeye. Yes, yes. <laughs> on our program today. Um so so tell me tell me about tell me about Black Men Hike. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, t- take a little step back. Uh started back in 2019. Um mm-hmm. I moved to LA in 2017. Mm-hmm. And um with my wife and Really wasn't big into nature. Uh, grew up in uh, Northeast Ohio, Akron area. Shout out to LeBron James. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I got <laughs> <laughs> my, Miles, my board, I will will appreciate that. All either. right, all yeah, right, yeah. good, good. But um, uh, when I when I got to LA, my wife kind of started to drag me along to get out and outdoors. She's always mm-hmm. been outdoors, always uh, like animal lover and all that stuff. And you know, at first I was hesitant, but I figured I'd get the you know the physical benefit from it. And um, as I started to hike more and more with my wife, I realized that um, every time I'd be out in nature, I'd realize that I'd feel something special. So I would feel um, recharged, lighter. Mm. And it was something that I started to take note of. And in about May of 2019, um, just being out here, kind of struggling with anxiety, you know, the pressures of being out, uh, out in L.A., um, I kind of had like my first, I would say, like um, panic attack. Mm. And for me, I sat back and it was like, all right, how do I focus on my mental health and, and bettering that? So I thought, let me take what I know, nature, and how it's benefited me and try to get out in nature with some brothers. So I reached out June of 2019. It was only five of mm-hmm. five of us that actually made it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started Black Men Hike. And, you know, fast forward to 2024, now we're a nonprofit, and now we average cool. about 80 brothers um, a, a month, every monthly hike. Wow. Um, let me ask you if I can, and if I'm if I'm getting too close, tell me, and I'll, I'll back up. Oh, yeah. And I ask this because I, I, I had one of these before, Earlier in my life and in my career, one of these panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 did it feel like for you in real time, and how long did it take you to figure out what was happening to you? Man, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I try to forget it, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I remember it just like yesterday. Uh, it was the first time in my life where I felt like a thousand thoughts were going through my mind at one time, mm-hmm. and I, I just couldn't control my like I couldn't control the thoughts that were going in my mind and. The first thing I thought was like, oh, man, like my parents are going to be disappointed, all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. and my my wife. And um, I had, luckily, I had two of my my close fraternity brothers there to kind of help me through that, that moment. Mm-hmm. But once I got through that moment, I knew, like, this is not normal, mm-hmm. right? And I need to do something about it, you know, and... For me, sometimes, you know, the first the first thought is not necessary therapy in our community when it comes to black men. Um, sometimes we try to 
what we consider self care, but it was mm-hmm. something that was like, all right, I'm gonna do everything I can so this never happens again because I never wanted to feel that ever again in my life. Mm-hmm. And since then, um, you know, I've been fortunate enough not to ha- to have one. Yeah, utilizing these. Yeah, these um, I had one on a plane one time. Yes, I was sitting on a plane. Uh, years ago, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly. I was sitting on a plane one time, and I just doing too much travel, mm-hmm. uh, and I just started weeping mm-hmm. not just, not crying, but weeping uncontrollably, mm-hmm. and I started hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to be seen. I'm sitting in first class. I'm yeah. trying not to be seen by people. And um, my assistant, who travels with me, wasn't with me that day, so I'm by myself oh my uh, in this seat. And it, um, I, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. I, it freaked me out. Yes, I did not know what was happening to me. All I knew was there was no way I was going to make that flight to New York yeah. or to D.C. Actually, I wasn't going to make that flight. And I sat there, not, I, I kind of froze, not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, I was just distraught. I was tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been moving too fast. I had some other issues going on in my life, um, uh, and just didn't know how to process through that moment. And I sat there just crying, um, weeping, as I said. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, I don't think I can make this flight to D.C. Mm-hmm. I'm here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching them do the final boarding. And I'm thinking to myself, if they close that door mm-hmm. and I'm stuck on this flight for the next six hours, five hours, it, it. it ain't going to be nothing yeah. nice. So I literally jumped up. Asked the person next to me, let me, excuse me, let me get out. I got out, got my bag out of the overhead, and ran off that plane. And mm-hmm. the flight attendant says, you know, she recognized me. Mr. Smy, is everything okay? I mm-hmm. said, yeah, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't make this flight today. And um, I just, just ran off the plane and called my assistant uh, who came back to the airport to pick me up, took me home. And it took me a couple of days of just resting to really kind of figure out what that was about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that panic attack thing was scary, man. It is. It's scary. It honestly is. It's You have no control over it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially going through your first time and not understanding that, we don't really talk about these type of things, mm-hmm. uh, at least um, amongst my friends. We never talk about, you know, our stress yeah. a lot. So to to be able to experience that firsthand and not know what to do is yeah. probably one of the scariest moments in my life. Yeah. to be honest. What did it, what did it mean for you? Um, in your moment, mm-hmm. I had nobody with me in my moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in your moment, you said you had your fraternity brothers at least around you. Yes. To sort of, you want to shout your fraternity out? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, shout yeah. out to Alpha Phi Alpha. Yeah, yeah go ahead and do the that. oldest yeah. and coldest. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I go hate. I go hate. I, I appreciate it. Bro. I tell I tell folk all the time. I'm, I'm a proud Kappa man. Yes, yes. Uh, but I tell people all the time that first of all, all my, my, my hero is Dr. King. Yes. As this audience knows, I regard him as the greatest American this country's ever produced. Shout and out. King was an alpha. For sure. And then just a shout out to your fraternity. Since we're in Black Christian Month, it's going to be all love today. Thank you. I ain't going to say there's no more the rest of the month. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you, <laughs> just today. Just today. I gotta pass. <laughs> I gotta give, I'll give the alpha some love. Just, okay. just today. Just today. Um, but the truth of the matter is I was just quoting Du Bois earlier yes. in our program today, uh, the great black intellectual Du Bois, mm-hmm. Who, mm-hmm. who once asked that question, would America have been America without her Negro people? Mm-hmm. That's Du Bois into the core. Of course, Du Bois, speaking of black history, is the first yes. African-American to graduate Harvard with a PhD. Yes. But Du Bois asked this question years ago, would America have been America without her Negro people? And the answer to that question is obviously 
Absolutely not. No. Right. The answer is no. Right. But let me just go a little deeper and give the alpha some love. Mm-hmm. It's not just taking black folk out of the equation. If you take black folk out of the equation, the American democratic experiment falls flat. Yes. Because we are the conscience of this country. Mm-hmm. But the love for your fraternity that I do have, if you just take the alphas out of the American experience, that. it falls flat. Thank you. Because there goes Thurgood Marshall. There goes yep. Dr. King. Yes, yes. Don't get me started. You, it's your fraternity. <laughs> yeah. you, you, can, you can run the list as good as I can. Y'all hear that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, my, but when you yeah. think about that, if you just take the alphas out of the American democratic experiment, it falls flat. I appreciate that. And if that ain't a shout out to a fraternity. Yes, yes. I appreciate that. I can't do no better than that. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now, enough of that alpha love. <laughs> when, <laughs> when we come forward. <laughs> Proud Kappa man that I am. Uh, when we come forward, more of our conversation about Black Men Hike with Jelani Nan. Awesome. Thank you. Hope, agency, dignity. This is Tavis Smiley. Can you dig it? Come on. Sounds different. Huh? This, this is Tavis Smiley. Jelani Natty is our guest in the Sarah. He uh, is the founder of uh, Black Men Hike. Uh, he and his boys uh, made this happen back in 2019. And they are they get together every month um, in part uh, for their own mental health. And that's a beautiful thing uh, to be able to admit that, to acknowledge that, but also to challenge stereotypes and to build this supportive network, supportive haven for black men to heal, bond and conquer anxieties. Uh, as they say, one step at a time. We were talking earlier about his being an alpha, my being a kappa, another way that black men bond. Mm-hmm. So to my mind, uh, I want to get your take on this. There just there just aren't you can't have too many ways. You can't have too many mm-hmm. options for black men to bond. I'm all for I'm all for yeah. anything you can do that bonds black men. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Including hiking. <laughs> yes, yes. And, um, you know, at first it started off as something with friends, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as brothers started having a great experience and understood, like, oh, yeah, we're out here getting um, mental wellness and we're getting a workout, mm-hmm. we started to realize it was almost like the barber shop, right? Oh, where, yeah. It, it, pre- it presented a place for us to have an opportunity to talk about the things that were going on in our life, um, you know, advice, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, when the word started to get out, people were drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize talking about brother, brother yeah, 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 sure. um, you know, I didn't realize at that time because I was fortunate to have brotherhood when I came to LA mm-hmm. that we were actually creating a place where brothers could, you know, who were transplants or didn't have friends could mm-hmm. find a place to sure. come together. So, mm-hmm. um, I say that to say, you know, it created a space for all brothers to come uh, come to a common place and talk about the things that were going on in their life, get advice, yeah. and not only um, take benefit from the mental and physical aspect, but also build that social well-being as yeah. well. I mentioned on this program some days ago, we talked about something, and I told a story about um, years ago when I took my entire company. Uh, I was filming a documentary in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had an opportunity to do something nice for my team, and so I took 35, 38 of my employees Mm -hmm. with me to China. Uh, And I was telling the story of what it was like um, (laughs) to to see these Chinese Mm -hmm. and their reaction. We literally caused, I mean, when I say we stopped traffic, there were accidents. When you see 40 Negroes in China, a very homogenous society, Mm -hmm. you got 40 black people walking down the street, it stops traffic, literally. And they want to take pictures, and they never see anything like that. I raise that to ask, what is it like when the good white people see 80 Negroes 
<laughs> yeah. hi- hiking up the side of the mountain. What 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 is that like? Oh uh, uh, man, it's uh you know <laughs> we we've had all types of experiences. I am certain. Know? Yeah, we've we've had situations where you know it's it's mid mid June. And somebody's saying, hey, is this a Black History Month event? <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, some people embrace us. But I, I think I, I think about our last um, hike that we did, I mean, camping trip that we did in Yosemite, mm-hmm. right? So we had about 35 that brothers. That sounds beautiful, man. Coming to Yosemite. Yosemite, man. Yeah. And honestly, we were stop- it felt like we were stopping traffic. Yeah. It, to my, being there, I counted, there were maybe like three other black families that whole weekend. But mm-hmm. we were 35 deep and... Everywhere we went, it was almost like people didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that, you know, you kind of just, you got to be there um, and, and realize that you're doing it for your community. Yeah. And you kind of just, you know, block out the haters or the yeah. people that don't like it. I'm laughing thinking, hey, you'll see me that weekend. Were they more scared of the black bears? <laughs> right. <laughs> Which ones? Or, or the- <laughs> right. I digress. Uh, I remain in moments with Jelani Natty when we come forward. Thank you. Thank you. What's your quarrel with the world? You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Ready to re-examine your assumptions and expand your inventory of ideas? More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now. I can say this on the first day of Black History Month. I was laughing with uh, uh, Jelani and Studio Miles. I was saying, they saying they, they probably gave the same instructions uh, about the, the 35 brothers they give about the black bears. Don't leave no food out. <laughs> Lock your doors. <laughs> uh, who are you more scared of, black bears or black men? I, I digress on that. Um, what, 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 is, what, what is what has been the takeaway for these brothers who are a part of Black Men Hike every month? Oh, man, um... I would say a sense of community, yeah. um, sense of serenity. Um, you know, I, I honestly feel like it starts to feel like a family. Yeah. You, if you're not there on a monthly basis, you feel like you're missing something. I've mm-hmm. heard that from brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes brothers are going through things, and I've you know I've heard and talked to brothers after hikes and say, you know, this is what I really needed yeah. to get me get me together. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. uh, the takeaway is just community and um, and serenity yeah. and, and mental wellness I would say. If, if you can get your breath if you can get your breath while you're hiking yeah um it does allow for two things uh, walking and talking yes and that 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 that's important just for to, sure just to be engaged in dialogue for sure with other black men for sure and then we, we're mindful with that too as well um so we try to pick moderate hikes yeah because our thought is we want what i what i when i look at black men hike i want there not to be a reason for you not to come sure, so we try sure. to pick a trail that's moderate mm-hmm. uh, it's free um, you know, we go at our own pace so that, you know, we have brothers that, you know, just might be 18 and sure. come out with us. And we've had brothers um, as wise as, you know, 75 come mm-hmm. out and hike with us. And yeah. How often did the Black Men hike, uh, Hikes take place? Yeah, so we uh, meet uh, the first Saturday of every month. Um, we hike um, all over SoCal area as far um, west as uh, Malibu, mm-hmm. um, as far east as Rancho, as far south as Laguna. And as far north as uh, Santa yeah, Clarita, yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice that's a nice sure. span. Um, how how do you? I'm I'm curious. How do you? Do do you want to contain the growth, or do you want to just let this thing just blow up? Because I'm trying to imagine you get so many brothers, y'all would be seen as taking over these facilities, these these spaces. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I, I mean, for I mean, me, I mean, I mean you you managing numbers as you go out and hike. Yeah, so. You know, part of being in nature is also you want to you also want to preserve it too. Right. So we're intentional about 
how many people we have on a hike, right? right. But what I f- foresee for Black Men Hike is to blow up mm-hmm. and to have chapters all across the nation mm-hmm. and maybe hikes multiple times a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously it takes resources to get there. Sure. Um, but that's how I see it. Like, you know, we have 80 people. Um, sometimes when we do our joint uh, unity hikes um, with some of our sister organizations, we have maybe 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't try to go over that because yeah. at the same time we want to preserve the trail. You don't tear and, it up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. So uh, first Saturday of every month. Yes. You have a you have a young people's thing you do? Yeah. So uh, quarterly we have a youth. Uh, it's called um, uh, Young Kings. Okay. Um um, young Black Kings uh, hiking program mm-hmm. where we um, take um, young black men between the age of 11 and 18 out to nature and kind of get the same thing that we benefit, uh, mm-hmm. mentorship, and also um, just let them see what their city yeah. you know entails. How often do you do the camping trips? A uh, camping trip we do twice a year. Twice so a year, we, yeah, yeah, we have one in spring, which is more so like a driving, like a yeah. two-hour drive. We right. try to um, the one that we have in. In April will be um, Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. And I love then, Joshua Tree. Yeah, beautiful, Man. beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then um, our fall one is a little bit further, yeah. and uh, we try to do that no, cool. uh, on a road trip. His name is Jelani Natty. Uh, the organization is called Black Men Hike. Uh, again, challenging stereotypes, building uh, a supportive haven for black men to heal, to bond, to conquer their anxieties. One step at a time. Uh, they're going to blow this up nationally with black uh, men hike chapters across the country. But again, yes, as, I, as I also said earlier, uh, you can never have too many events, too many opportunities, too many programs that allow for the bonding of black men. I love it. Jelani Natty, congratulations. Good to have you on our program. Thank you, really. Just like that, three hours gone. Uh, back tomorrow. No, tomorrow's Friday, right? Tomorrow's Friday. So tomorrow, the best of Tavis Smiley. Um, three great conversations that you will be empowered, enlightened, inspired, and encouraged by. So thanks for tuning in today and uh, until tomorrow. And as always, keep the faith.